Welcome back to the Trade Portal, a C2C trade show. I am your gatekeeper and host, Todd Foster. You can find me over Twitter at FF underscore Banterman. Welcome back. This is my third show. Uh, it's my second solo show. Um, I really appreciate all the positive comments I've gotten. Um, it's definitely a project I plan to be building out over time, and uh, I'm loving every second of it. But without further ado, let's get into today's topic. Today's topic, we're going to talk about trading for the number one wide receiver in your Debbie in C2C leagues. That's Marvin Harrison Jr. All right, so the background. 6'4", 205, built out, I think I want to say he probably put on about 15-ish pounds since he came into Ohio State, so good work. Uh, Four-star recruit, number 14 wide receiver in his class, so he wasn't exactly like a top 10 recruit. Um, in fact, his, um, teammate, Amaku Buka, he was the number one wide receiver in his, in that class. But a cool fact is that, you know, Kyle McCord, who's going to be his QB this year for Ohio state was his high school teammate. And they went for three straight Pennsylvania six, eight state championships. So there's some nice chemistry there coming back, uh, with his new QB. Let's get into his college productions. So as a true frost in 2021, limited action, 11 catches. 139 yards, three TDs. But he put in a sensational performance in the Rose Bowl with a record-tying three TDs. He was just simply special in that game, and that's the glimpse that everybody had going into startups for last 2022. So, and he didn't disappoint. As a sophomore, he broke out. You know, JSN, that injury opened a door for him. Once he had that door open, he took off with it. 77 catches for 1,263 yards, and 14 TDs, unanimous first-team All-American. The man is a consensus number one in your C2C and Devi leagues, without a doubt. Anybody you're putting over him, please message me, and let's talk about that. How could you have somebody over this guy right now? He is the second most elite asset next to Caleb Williams. And if you want to know about training for Caleb Williams, go check out my previous episode that I posted on YouTube. All right, so let's break down. Just the ranking of Marvin Harrison Jr. Campus, he's my number two overall, my number one wide receiver. In my tier two, he's alone. He's the only player in my tier two. Tier one's Caleb Williams. Tier two is Marvin Harrison Jr. That's it. My tier three, for reference, is about five to six guys. And there is no wide receivers in tier three. So he is quite a bit above everybody um, at his position. Now, his campus, the Canton ranking, which pretty much includes every wide receiver on campus and the Canton side, uh, he's my 16th overall player as an asset in Dynasty. And he's the wide receiver seven across those two leagues. So he's in my tier four. He's just at the top, right above Sun God, you know, right above T. Higgins, right above Chris Olave. So I'm putting him right above guys that are big, big, big names in Dynasty. And he hasn't, he's still got a year left in college, you know? So you're also, let's also keep in mind that in Debbie, he's elite, but in C2C, you're getting a hell of an asset for your college team too. So, and to say the fact that like I'm putting him around St. Brown, Higgins, and Olave is crazy. That's kind of consensus right now. You know, like this is pretty much like, like spot on to where a poll was that I put up like a few months ago where he was landing right in this area. So um, yeah, this is, he is an elite prospect. Like the type of wide receiver prospect we do not see coming out that often. All right. 
So let's talk about equivalency between NFL guys. So the way I'm going to be doing these solo shows are we're going to be looking at a buy high guy and a buy low guy. So essentially, like, you know, that's why they're in quotations. So the highest that the guy's value could be to the lowest it could be. So they happen to be teammates. Uh, the buying high is Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle is that guy that without the existence of Tyreek Hill, um, maybe a Tyreek Hill injury or just a crazy amount of passes for the Miami offense. He's about a step away from being in the tier one for wide receivers. Well, his teammate, Tyreek Hill, gotta love the West Alabama's jersey though, right? We know what he is. He is the elite of elite, the studs of studs. But then it's just that age piece. So essentially, one way or another, you have to give up a stud in the NFL at that position to even think about getting Marvin Harrison Jr. I would say that a lot of guys, you probably would take like a QB, like a big-time QB to get some certain people interested. It's very hard to acquire Marvin Harrison Jr. without giving up pro assets. But it can be done, but you have to know your league. And I'm thrilled to be able to report I got my first share of Marvin Harrison today. And I'm going to break down that trade right now. And like I said, it is hard to move to get Marvin Harrison without pro assets. But I pulled it off and I gave up a lot. So I only acquired Marvin Harrison Jr. It absolutely killed my campus squad. I was probably a top four, definitely top six team. Uh, now both my Canton and campus squads are not competing this year. But I just got this unbelievable elite piece to build for my Canton squad. You know, I got Dotson and Devontae Smith and Josh Fields and Deshaun Watson. So I got some nice pieces to be building off for that dynasty. Um, and Marvin Harrison Jr. is just, is probably my second best piece in my entire build now, which is phenomenal. So uh, I initially tried to move uh, my first, Branson Robinson, uh, Brandon Insing, um, lots of like potential players, not Spacey Dave. I say not Spacey Dave because a lot of people know that FF Spaceman Dave Wright is my co-host on the Tale of Two Rivals. Peep it. Um, but I'm this is not the Dave I was trading with. So Dave is contending on the campus side. So he said that he wants that like a great Devi asset and he wants you know elite college production. So that's what I gave him. Evan Stewart is probably the guy that I would pick the most posed to be making a Marvin Harrison type jump. I just don't love the fact it's a Texas A&M. Marvin Harrison being at Ohio State gives him the ability to make that jump, where him being Texas A&M might prevent him from making that jump. But talent-wise, it's there, man. So this could look like a very smart move for Dave just for that one player, just maybe being a smidge below Harrison. Uh, that's that's in the realm of possibilities, you know. Uh, Quentin Joiner, yeah, I know it's a guy. Dave, this is when you know your weak mates. I've actually traded him now twice. He is a solid back going to USC, going to be in a great offense. Um, really nice, like Debbie piece. Um, so now we got to talk about his college production. I gave him the number two QB and Bo Nix, Josh Sephardis. He just became uh, Hank's. Uh, excuse me, Frank Harris's number one target once Franklin moved to uh, Mississippi. So we're looking at like a guy who's going to be a target hog and a, a great, great offense in college. 
And then with Damian Webb, well, Damian Webb is a top 10 running back on the college side. So I asked him, what would you be looking for for back? And I gave him exactly what I wanted and a lot of it. So then I also was able to move back to a supplemental two and a supplemental that, excuse me, that's an edit. That should be supplemental four. So I gave him a second and a fourth round in the supplemental draft. Now, Dave is a heavy favorite in our campus, in our campus week now. And you play to win, man. You know, like I understand, like some people be like, I, like you stole this trade. He got exactly what he needed to make a run on the campus side. So I don't think it's a steal. I, I gave up a lot of good pieces for him to build out and to be able to win a title. So I thought this was a great trade, and it was one of the best negotiations I've had in a long time. This is when you got to know your league mates. You got to be able to have that discussion, have that feedback, talk about what each other wants. Don't just keep just throwing things back and forth. Have the discussion. Build the relationships. And don't be a dick if you don't like the offer. You're just going to kill a future deal. So I was also able to go out into Twitter and find out some other trades that went up. So at FFChrisB, great guy, great, great content. He talked talk to me about another um, trade that he made. So he acquired Saquon Barkley, Jonathan Taylor, Mike Evans, Mike, excuse me, Mike Williams, and Evan Ingram. So it's a Debbie best ball league. He made this move on April 9th. So this is right at the height of Harrison's like hype. Uh, but it put Chris in the driver's seat for a Canton title. But that's what it's about. It's about winning titles. Look at his running back squad now. Jacobs, Barkley, Taylor, Sanders, Aaron Jones. Deep, deep in a, in a, in a best ball settings with three different flexes. Guys looking good for a Canton run. So what did he give up? Gave up Marvin Harrison Jr., Devontae Smith, Jahante Cook second, hyped beyond belief. Kid's going to be special, but it, the, the hype is out of control right now. Uh, the Debbie third that he gave up turned out being Jordan Travis. I think he's a little overhyped in a Debbie league. I don't really like him. C2C, I'm a fan. Uh, and then the Debbie fourth was Jalen Hyatt, which I actually think that's a nice pick at that point. And uh, he's got a road to possibly being number one target for his football team. So uh, it's a great haul for a long time bill by this manager. So I think that both sides get something that they want. And um, but look at what he had to give up. Barkley and Taylor are involved in the deer to get Harrison and Devontae Smith. Like those are stud running backs. But, you know, three or four years ago, we're not talking about running backs being moved for something like that. The game is changing. And that's a great trade. So, Chris, thanks a lot for sharing that with us. All right. So this one's from at fantasy one five. Uh, so this is a, another diesel diesel trade. This was made last December. So Harrison is officially blowing up. Uh, his team was not competing and the other team was pushing for a title. That's when you cash out. This is a brilliant move by fantasy one five. So who does he pull in? Not only is he pulling Marvin Sanderson jr. Pulls in Jerry Judy. Then he pulls in Cortland Sutton. Whatever. Good depth. What does he give up? Tyree Kill. The guy we just said was the buy low. There it is. There's the buy low. And that's where you're going to be trying to like look at managers at that time when they're making that playoff push. You know? And by the way, trade deadline should not happen to C2C. Free market reign. Everybody build all year round. So then, you know. Isaiah McKenzie, Latavius Murray, 
Jaden Daniels. It's fodder. It's good. It's like okay depth, you know? So if this manager wins a title this year or he won it last year, then he won the trade. Otherwise, he gave up two major assets, including a prime one, for an aging wide receiver and some death pieces. So if I won a title, I'm fine with the trade. If I didn't win, I'm I'm pretty upset, you know? And it's okay. You go for it. Sometimes it doesn't happen. And, you know, you kind of learn from it. Like, you know, like, where did I go wrong? And you, you kind of reflect on that. So if he didn't win a title, this trade bit him. All right. So the third and final trade comes from my guest on my last show for the QB Pickums. Go check out that episode. That's uh, my guest episodes are a little bit longer. Uh, actually, a little bit longer. It was an hour. <laughs> so um, Kevin Coleman over at uh, Football Guys in the Debbie Royale. Phenomenal. Good friend of mine. Amazing mind. Puts out an incredible amount of content. So he acquired Marvin Harrison Jr. and J.K. Dobbins for Amon Ross St. Brown and Quinshawn Junkins. This is probably my favorite trade to break down because to me on paper, it looks the most even, you know, like I have Harrison and St. Brown in the same tier. So now you're looking at JK Dobbins, who is like a great buy low bounce back uh, candidate on the NFL. And who just busted out into the scene as a true freshman who really put played at such a high level. Like, can he sustain? Can he even take a step forward? Is that possible? You know? So, this is a really interesting trade. So is Harrison Jr. a better asset than Sun God? And I'm saying yes. I think Sun God has got a lot to do with a lot of situational pieces. Once they start putting more pieces into that offense and Jamison Williams cutting in, um, I just really think that we're looking at a team that isn't done developing its talent. And I definitely think that St. Brown's still going to be a target hog there. But I think Harrison's at a whole nother level as an X receiver in the NFL. So I'm absolutely going to put Harrison over St. Brown, same tier, but I'm still confidently saying that Harrison's at the top of the tier while St. Brown's in the middle of the tier. So now, are we selling high on Junkins here? And could Junkins be a better prospect than Marvin Harrison Jr.? So let's think about this. We're looking at a true freshman breaking out and reading the SEC and rushing. He put up insane numbers, like over 1,500 yards, 16 TDs. I mean, Junkins was special, man, you know? So if he does the next, if he takes a step forward this year, are we talking about Junkins being over Harrison? But Harrison's the new hotness. So that's what I'm saying. When you make these deals, you got to think about to yourself, is there a possibility of that? And you got to be okay with that happening. Because also the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. We know Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to be a top five, top ten pick in extra's NFL draft. Duncan's got two more years. Two. So in C2C, you're going to get your campus, your campus production. So if you're on the campus side and you're trying to compete, this is it's kind of a wash too because Harrison is also kind of an elite prospect too. But you're also giving up Junkins at the running back position. So to me, no. I do not think Junkins is a better prospect than Harrison, but I also recognize that that could be a possibility if I don't think Junkins holds up to the level of production he did this year because it's unrealistic to expect that of any back. So if he does and goes steps up further, 
heck, I, I you know, I if you have Junkins, good for you, you know. But I personally think that this is selling high on Junkins, and I think that that's perfectly fine. So, um, great, great trade by Kevin. I love J.K. Dobbins. I think that is a steal for J.K. Dobbins as well. All right. Oh, let's get into some trade advice. Let's look at assets that we got to move. Okay. So if we're looking at campus assets, these are starting offers. And when you have a starting offer, you don't lowball to a point that it's insulting. It has to be a trade that intrigues the other side, right? So some guys that I like, along with a 2024 first, would be Drew Aller, Kate Klubnick, and Malachi Nelson. Those are all unproven, high-end, Devi C2C QB prospects that are going to be very intriguing along with first, right? Now, what might happen is somebody might come back and say, hey, you know, that's unproven. I need a more proven asset to go for me to make this move. So the next step for me would be assets that I would pair with a second as a starting offer. So, you got a Meku bouquet. Xavier Worthy. But when I see the plus next to it, there's more that goes with it. Ubuke and a second might get somebody interested enough as a straight-up deal and might press accept. My guess is you're going to get into the discussion, go back and forth a little bit, but you got intrigue, all right? Xavier Worthy plus. So Worthy a second. See what you know. Start a conversation. What else are you looking for? You looking for a prospect on the Canton side? Are you looking for, you know, a wide three on Canton? Are you looking for uh, a CFF QB? You know, like what are you looking for? And you're putting together those supplemental pieces behind it. You know, ask the guys who they like. You know, give them the power of choice. Would it be this guy or this guy you prefer? And you put that in the deal. You want to be able to put together a deal that that manager feels like they're getting exactly what they wanted and they had insight in that that's what you need to do to be able to get an elite player like marvin harrison jr all right it's all about the banter man when the trades you gotta bring that banter all right now look at that i wrote this slide before i made that trade evan smith evan's evan smith evan stewart plus a second plus more pieces that's exactly what i did and i got marvin harrison jr so it can happen and then, obviously, when you have Evan Stewart, Luther Burden, not that far behind, also have other pieces behind him. So I feel like those are the campus side pieces that you can put together along with picks. It's always got to be paired with some high-end picks, that that capital that, you know, it holds value. Like, you know, like it's an unknown. Like, those things are like, they're so, like, you know, picks don't get injured. <laughs> you know, like, like they, they, hold, they hold their value, you know. So on the Canton side, you're still going to be parting with your campus first for next year. But Austin Eckler, DK Metcalf, Devontae Smith, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, Mark Andrews, those are all guys that I'd pair with a first to be able to get into a Marvin Harrison Jr. situation. Some of those names you gotta know your you gotta know your opponent. You gotta know your trade partner. Are you competing on the Canton side? Could one of those guys go into your starting lineup? Obviously, you're going to be able to start Eckler, Adams, and Cup if you get them. Like, are is that going to be something that entices them to be able to go for a title? But then you're also giving them the first back, so they're kind of recouping some of that that potential on that Debbie side. So 
those are pieces to be able to look at. So that that draft capital on with those those elite short term pieces can actually be making it enticing to be able to move a guy like a Harrison. So we talk about packaging a second. Tyree Kill, we just saw that in uh, FF Chris B's move. Tyree Kill, second, third, fourth. That's a plus. Um, you know, um, oh, was it Chris B? No, it was Fire One. Something. My bad. That was Fire One Five Fantasy. So, so you package that. 2024 second with Tyreek Hill or Travis Etienne. I love Travis Etienne. The Tank Bigsby signing scares me. Think about it. And then Saquon Barkley. All right. Saquon Barkley, an elite, elite, elite running back. Um, still one of those guys that's got about two or three years before you start seeing him as an appreciating asset. Maybe only two years by then. Uh, so you pair him with you know, a campus of Canton or a Debbie second, you know, you're starting a conversation with Marvin Harrison Jr. So these are the things that I think that make the most sense in looking towards uh, making a deal for Marvin Harrison Jr. And take that list and say, do I have a guy that's comparable to that? Obviously, I could make an entire list of different guys with different picks, but that would be like a one-hour show and you would have turned it off by now. <laughs> so that's a list that I would say, Take that as a guideline, put together some offers, put together some feelers, but then like put that out and say, Hey, I thought this was a strong starting offer. Let me know what you think, you know, and say starting offer, because a lot of the times when you say that they might come back, but like, if they're interested, they might ask for a little bit back and pay over a little bit. Don't be greedy, man. Like you're trying to get elite, pay a little more, make them happy. You're trying to get a stud. Don't be cheap. All right. That's it. 21 minutes. I'm shooting for 15. I don't know if that's ever going to happen, but anyways, uh, follow me at FF underscore Banterman on Twitter. Uh, follow the show at C2C Trade Portal. Uh, the next time of the portal, I'm going to be doing my second round of QB Pickums Part 2. Uh, this time it's going to be Elite Freshman QBs, and I will be bringing on a special guest for that one as well. So uh, feel free to hit me up in the DMs, either at the show or my own. Uh, love to talk trades. love to help you out with trades. Um, hey, man, just love to chalk it up. Happy trading.